This is so wizarding. Calling all fans of comic book TVs and more. It's the Comic Con you've been waiting for. Connecticut's number one Comic Con, Terrific Con, returns to the Mohegan Sun this August 17th to the 19th. Come out and meet your favorite comic book artists and writers in the all-new Mohegan Sun Expo Center, the largest in all New England. Plus, Terrific Con has your favorite movie and TV stars like Lou Ferrigno, Henry Winkler, Ralph Macho, and many more, all at Terrific Con. It's more than just a Comic-Con. It's a Terrific-Con with cosplay, live music, panels, and more. All at Terrific-Con at Mohegan Sun. It's three full days of Comic-Con action only at Terrific-Con this August 17th to the 19th. Remember, all kids 10 and under getting free with a paying adult. There's a lot of Comic-Cons out there, but there's only one Terrific-Con. Be there on August 17th to the 19th for Connecticut's number one Comic-Con only at the Mohegan Sun. For more information, visit us at www.terrificcon.com. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you're people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 209 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Pump, pump, jam. Pump it up. Pump it up. While the beat is pumping? Yeah, something like that. And the jam is jumping. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I had that on single. That's how I know that. Uh, <laughs> And the expert, Mr. Marquis Markellis Reagans. Snoochie Boochies, motherfuckers. What's up? <laughs> What's going on? You are listening to Soul Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week, we're buried under an avalanche of nerdy news, and we're going to try to eat our way out before we get into that. How's everybody doing this week? Markellis. Yes. T- talk to us about your exciting times that you have going on in your life right now. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty tired because I just got back from New Jersey. I went to a Kevin Smith film festival, um, a festival that he used to do years ago called Vogerthon. Uh, it's where you sit in a the theater with a bunch of other Kevin Smith fans and watch some of his movies. Usually they're like director cuts um, with a little bit more information. And then he'll be there and he'll you know tell stories about the making of the movies. He hasn't done one in a while, at least not one in the East Coast. When he moved out to California, they were done there. So this was one of the first ones done back here in the East Coast. And my friends, uh, my good friend Obi, who uh, uh, used to take the trip to New Jersey before, like, you know, 18 years ago to watch it before, said, hey, let's do this again. And I said, yes. I hopped on a train. A couple of trains went down to New Jersey, met up with OB and his amazing, fantastic wife, Kate. And uh, we went to the film festival. And uh, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Anything uh, interesting happen to you while you were there? <laughs> uh, I had a White Castle, which is great. I love White Castle. You know, I never had White Castle when I was in New Jersey for work uh, a few years ago Yeah, for the summer. Because I was told by the people at work that... 
it, you would be in the bathroom for the rest of the day if you ate there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Probably, probably. Um, I wasn't, but White Castle is so good. That was like one of the first stops that uh that we went to as soon as I got to New Jersey. Um, and I got to before the film festival started. As the crowds are going inside, Kevin Smith actually greets everyone at the beginning of the at the entrance of the theater. So we got to chit chat with him for like a few seconds and take a picture. Usually it's selfies. And uh, yeah, we watched all of the movies, watched Clerks. Uh, his daughter, Harley Quinn, had never seen Clerks before. <laughs> this was her first. They pretty much shielded it away from her. So so she was there and this was her first time ever seeing Clerks, the movie that kind of started it all for him. And uh, it was nice. She she enjoyed it. And, you know, we we watch the movie and we see, you know, Scott Mosier and Muse and, you know, the other Kevin Smith friends that scattered around. But she sees it and it's like, oh, there's Uncle Jay, you know, and there's people, uh, Uncle Walt, you know, people that she's that she sees as kind of like family members. Like her grandmother is in one scene as the lady who grabs the milk uh, in a in a um, convenience store. So she enjoyed it. She thought it was really cool. Uh, there was also some cool stories regarding um, Jason Muse. Uh, he had a little trouble with uh, with drugs a little while ago, and he uh, wound up going into rehab out in California. And while he was there, one of the uh, staff members of the place was like, "Hey, one of your friends is going to be checking in, checking into uh, into rehab too." And Muse was confused. He's like, "I don't have any friends out here in California. All of my friends are in New Jersey. Uh, the only people." out here that I know really well is Kevin Smith and Scott Moser. And neither one of those guys would be uh, entered into rehab right now. So he had no idea who it was. So, so they, so they take him to like another room and they open up the door and it's Ben Affleck (laughs) when he was going through his little, you know, tribulations a few years ago. So of course Muse claps his hand and goes, Hey, look at this morose motherfucker here. Look at this morose motherfucker right here. Smells like someone shitting the cereal. Nuge. The fact that he was able to deliver that line to Ben Affleck was fucking hysterical to me. But but That's I, awesome. Yeah. Other than that, you know, I got to chat with Kevin Smith a little bit more on a way out. Uh, talked to him about the podcast. Got a little bit of uh, advice from him regarding making a show. And uh, he said, "Don't go weekly. Don't <laughs> promise no weeks off. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it." Yeah, I told him it was too late. It was too late. We we're, were already into it. And he, he liked the he, you know, got a chuckle out of the title of the show. And, uh, you know, I told him we we're on you know, episode 208. And he was like, holy shit, that's very impressive. Got a high five from him. And uh, the fact that he was there at the beginning of the screening, uh, did a and a after each movie and then stuck around after the movies were all done and, you know, said goodbye to everyone as they were leaving the theater. He is a classy, classy dude. I really, uh, I admire him a lot, but when he does things like that, it just makes me admire him even more. He's a great, he's a great dude. And I, I really wish he continues to, I hope he gets the big deals that he's working on. Let's put it that way. Cool. Awesome. Well, it sounds like you had a freaking awesome time. Aubrey, uh, what do you have that you did this week to measure up to Mark's time? Absolutely nothing. I just worked all <laughs> week. <laughs> I cleaned up my store. It's looking a little bit better this week. Uh, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't as cool as Mark's week. All right. Well, uh, my week was uh, pretty much the same thing. I worked and I slept and I worked. Then I slept and then I worked some more. Then I slept. 
And that was, that was pretty much it. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm glad you had an exciting time, Mark. So why don't you go ahead and tell the listeners out there where they can find more So Wizard Podcast. All right. So everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, You'll also find movie reviews from yours truly, Netflix and Amazon streaming picks from our buddy Adam Wallyhawk. Uh, You'll also find our merchandise there. You can purchase some of our So Wizard t-shirts. Look good while you're representing the show. Uh, another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on the website. Click on the big A, do your shopping, receive your Amazon products, and you'll also be helping out Soul Wizard. You can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. You can also find us on the Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone, Podbean, google play music and you can also stream us through spotify you can also find our show along with some other fantastic podcasts on the nerdpodcastmafia.com website shout out to everybody in the nerd podcast mafia uh, this week's k-pop jam is in celebration of girls generation's 11th anniversary 11 years they've been together this is uh, lips by girls generation back to you joey Here I'm going again. I just was watching TV and I had my microwave corn dinner and I end up here all night for I'm I'm another planet right now. Oh no, all night. No, it's not fair. Why I have to do this? I don't want to do this anymore. Ah! Wow, eleven years of girls' generation, Mark. Yep. I, I any can't. of them revealed that they're dating people or afraid they're going to have to shave their head because of that? <laughs> uh, that part I don't really keep up with. Uh, there was a few that were dating some other people, but I don't I don't I don't follow it. I don't get that deep into it. As far as I'm concerned, hey. I'm just waiting for a new album to come out. A.O.G.G. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's get into this news. Let's do it. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you. All right, Mark Ellis, it's a big week of news. What do you got for us? All right, so let's start with one of the uh, big trailers that dropped this week. We got a second look, or uh, rather another look at Tom Hardy is Venom. Uh, More footage of the characters that are going to be in the story, more of the special effects, a little bit more of Eddie Brock's and Venom's relationship. And, you know, I'm... Not like a huge Venom fan, but I'm dying to hear what Aubrey's take on this new trailer was. Aubrey, what did you think of the new Venom trailer? I'm so ready for this movie. I'm so excited. I I like that they showed a lot more of like who else is going to be in it rather than just, you know, their stupid ass like army people coming in. There's just, there's just bad guys. There's just bad guys. You know, I think that it was really cool to see the different um, symbiotes and everything like that. Like, they had Riot. Um, I know there's a couple of other ones in there. And I, I think that it's going to be really cool. I'm excited. I'm excited. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. All right, Joey, what about you? What did you think of this new look for Venom? I'm Weddy Boat. <laughs> and I'm a Wobota. 
Um, I don't know what I think about this trailer. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. Really? Um, I think, uh, Tom Hardy's strange Elmer Fudd like accent is horrendous. It's literally like distracting from a movie. Like what, what is that? What is he going for there? Like what, what's Maybe happening? Long Island. I, I, it could be, I'm not sure, but I, I don't know what that is. It's really bad. And then. When Venom's talking, I don't know what the fuck he's saying. It's like, (laughs) so like people were talking about like, oh, Venom said this in the trailer and that. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck Venom said in the trailer. And I watched it three times. (laughs) And it's just like, (laughs) so that, that was really annoying. Um, I'm pretty sure they can fix Venom's voice. Right. Cause that's just dubbing. That's not a problem. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I think uh, a lot of the special effects look cool. I think Venom looks like Venom. Uh, I'm interested to see where they go with the storyline because it's not going to be related to Spider-Man, which kind of makes it more uh, ultimate Spider-Man based where Venom wasn't Spider-Man's costume from Battle World. It was an alien that the government had that got loose. Um, So, yeah, I mean, that's fine. It looks kind of cool. I just I really have those two problems with people's voice. And it's going to be really hard for me to watch a whole movie of Tom Hardy sounding like Elmer Fudd. So. <laughs> I know Aubrey would take it even if he sounded like the Roadrunner for the whole movie. Yeah, hot garbage. <laughs> I still do it. So Aubrey, but, you know. Aubrey, the voice didn't bother you at all? No. Mm-mm. It was beautiful. I think music to my ears. <laughs> My name is Tuam Hwadi. <laughs> I want to date Aubrey. I would say yes. Wes. A million times. <laughs> I do I do appreciate that he's um that he's you can tell that there's two different voices for Venom and for Eddie Brock. Like Venom sounds nothing like Eddie Brock and I appreciate him putting that effort in to make those voices sound different. Even if it does count it does kind of sound like Elmer Fudd. You know what's what you- interesting? Oh. Is God. that toxin is going to be in this? So they'd have to have carnage somewhere. So I want to know think, how that's uh, going to happen. I think carnage is in this, but they're hiding it. I hope so. I hope it's, that's like a big reveal. I'll lose my mind. But not in a like huge role. It's probably like after credits or or something. I'm, I'm sure carnage is in this. You can't have venom without carnage well i mean we're having venom without spider-man but you can't have venom without carnage well you can't have toxin without carnage either right you can't have all these weird other symbiotes Mm -hmm. without uh carnage around so who was the big creature that venom was fighting at the end of the trailer the big like silverish whitish symbiote i thought that was riot was it riot riot okay yeah yeah it looks it looks cool i mean uh, it looks like what a Venom movie, I guess, should look like. So I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, there's really nothing visually in the trailer that makes me say, "Ew, I'm not watching that." Mm. But uh, it was really just the the voices. Yeah, yeah, and we learned that from the Dark Knight Rises. They went back and fixed his voice for that one too. So did they? Yeah. Yeah. Remember when the trailer came out? No one can hear him at all. Oh, I I don't remember a time <laughs> that I saw that trailer. <laughs> that was before the podcast. I didn't pay as much attention. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, speaking of Sony making movies in a Spider-Man universe, uh, there's oh, also boy. a Craven the Hunter movie happening. Uh, they announced it recently. 
coming from the writer of Equalizer 2. This was a complete shock to me. I assumed Craven would probably be making an appearance in the upcoming Spider-Man movie, but apparently he's getting his own spinoff movie. They couldn't make Silver and Black work, but they're going to try to make Craven work. Joey, what do you think about Craven the Hunter being a movie coming out? Oh, this is terrible. I'm so disappointed in this. And and the reason I'm disappointed in this is for two things. One, how, you, how do you have, again, how do you have a Craven the Hunter movie without Spider-Man in it? Like, that's the whole point is that he's his biggest game is Spider-Man. He wants to hunt Spider-Man. I guess if he's hunting Venom, maybe. Yeah. Um, I guess. But. And, and the other part that sucks is it just takes another character off the board for Marvel to use in the actual Spider-Man movies. Right. So we've never gotten Craven in live action, and now we will, and it'll be terrible, and we'll never get it again. Well, again, they could be teaming up to they could be teaming up with Marvel to incorporate Craven as a solo movie, and then incorporate him into the Spider-Man MCU Spider-Man universe. I think uh, when Sony calls, Kevin Feige like dodges their calls or something. I don't think. <laughs> I really don't think that <laughs> they're uh, new they're, number. They're, who did? That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> they're like, oh, we had this great idea, Craven the Hunter movie. It's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Have fun, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> it might work if uh, if they do him like again. Going back to the Ultimate Spider-Man, he was a TV reality TV star, kind of like. Uh, like Steve Irvin, Irwin on steroids. And then he came to New York to hunt Spider-Man. Of course, there's no Spider-Man, but I guess he could come to New York to hunt Venom. Right, right. Aubrey, what do you think about a Craven a Hunter movie? I don't fucking care. <laughs> I, I think it's stupid. I'm over it. I think that the the thing for me is that you can't, you can't get people to buy into these movies unless there's a reason for them to buy into these movies. Why are they going to buy into these movies? Because they're related to somebody important. If you have a Craven the Hunter movie, I mean, who really is going to buy into a Craven the Hunter movie unless he's in Spider-Man or unless you have Spider-Man in there, you know? Right. It's a, it's a crazy idea, but they're going to attempt it anyway. Or so they say. I mean, they were also going to attempt a Silver, silver Sable movie. And a uh, Aunt May movie. (laughs) (laughs) They're not going to do an Aunt May movie. Well, they were talking about it. Oh, God. All right. So uh, let's get out of the Sony Marvel Universe and dive right into... Let's get out of the Spider-Man Cinematic Universe. (laughs) Asterisk. Spider-Man Cinematic Universe may not contain (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man. Right. right. All right. So let's let's dive back into uh, the WB DCEU Universe. Oh, boy. We have to go back. (laughs) All right. So as we uh, talked about before, they're going to be making a Birds of Prey movie. Uh, Hopefully it'll be based on the hit WB TV show from (laughs) a few years ago. Uh, But there is some names that they're throwing around as uh, possible candidates that they might want for these roles. Now, this isn't official. This isn't even close to official. So take this information with a huge grain of salt. Uh, but the names that they were thinking about were Alexandra Daddario as Huntress, uh, Vanessa Kirby, who was uh, who's fantastic in a new Mission Impossible movie, as Black Canary. And, then, and Blake Lively name was thrown in there, too, even though she was already in Green Lantern. So that... That doesn't make sense to me at all. Uh, I like 
all of these actresses. I think that I have no problem with this casting at all if this is where they want to go. Uh, Joey, how do these actresses stand up stand up to these comic book characters? Is it something that you can be behind? Well, if Alexandria Daddario is involved, there's something else standing up right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's fine. Uh, she is smoking hot. And uh, I will be there day one to see her as Huntress. So it's fine to me. I don't think, is she a good actress? I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. Mark? Mark? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought she was really good in Baywatch. Uh, she was in San Andreas, which was so awful I couldn't finish watching it. And I did really, really like her turn in True Detective. I still haven't seen that. You should, you should, uh, you should go- Google that scene <laughs> that she was in. It's, it's, fa- it's fantastic. Emmy, Emmy-worthy uh, performance. Wow. Uh, pr- I promise. Mostly involves her taking off her shirt. <laughs> it's legendary. And uh, the places in the internet I hang out in. Oh, gotcha. But, uh, that's fine. I don't know. What was the girl in Mission Impossible like? I, I don't know. She was great. Uh, she was in something else that I didn't see before. Uh, I can't remember what the name of it was. But uh, in Mission Impossible, she's amazing. Her name is Vanessa Kirby. Okay, cool. And uh, I don't think Blake Lively would, would be in another superhero movie, would she? I mean, I don't know. I guess it's I think Ryan right. Reynolds would talk her out of that. He'd be like, don't do DC. <laughs> Hold out until you get Marvel. Yeah, exactly. So I, I'm not sure, but the, none of the nothing in this casting or hot list or short list makes me sit up and say no. Mm-hmm. So you know we're not we're not casting like the girl that played Precious as, as Harley Quinn or anything yeah. <laughs> based on the novel Push by Sapphire. Yeah. <laughs> so, Aubrey, what about you? Do you are you familiar with these actresses at all? Does uh, this casting seem like it's something that's that will be worthy? Of the I don't think any of them will do it. Really? They'll be like, fuck no, it's DC. Yeah, but they kind of look like the characters, right? Yeah, but they, they still won't do no. it. Yeah, you might be right. I just, I just want to uh, stick up for the Birds of Prey television series. Oh, please do. <laughs> it was horrendously bad, yes. but Dina Meyer as Oracle <laughs> was the stuff dreams are made of. <laughs> Does not get hotter than that. Oh, well. I don't know. I did kind of like, I don't know. I liked them all, actually. I liked them all. I liked the girl that played Huntress. You know, one thing I really did like about that show is it does show the killing joke sequence in the very first episode. Like you see Barbara Gordon open a door and a Joker shoot her. Uh, and there was Mar- also a really bad Harley Quinn on there. No, she wasn't Harley Quinn. She was Dr. Quinzel, right? Before? There is no good Harley <laughs> Quinn these days. The fact that they brought her into the show I thought was pretty cool. What about, uh, what's her name? Margot Robbie. What? What? I'd like to. Garbage. (laughs) She's garbage. Aubrey, I got bad news for you. Not my Harley Quinn. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's literally the, uh, like, iconic look of Harley Quinn now. It's all over. We're we're still sell stuff all about Harley Quinn that looks like that at Hot Topic. And all the time, people come in and buy all the stuff to like make the costume all the time, not even during Halloween. I'm going to say it right now. All the people that buy that shit suck and are idiots. Boom. Mic drop. <laughs> all right, well, uh, Aubrey, you know what you got to say when uh, you don't like Margot Robbie, Harley Quinn? Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Yeah. <laughs> going to be stuck with her for a while. I'm sorry. Daddy's so little monster. 
<laughs> it's gross. I can't stand it. Wow. Uh, Even if it was the worst performance in the history of film, I gotta say those those short shorts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Joey, do you own Suicide Squad? No, I don't own any DCEU movies on Blu-ray. Oh, okay, all right. It's very important to me to keep the, uh, you know, my Blu-ray collection is very important. And, you know, can only be very good movies like Breakin', <laughs> The Last Dragon, Deep Rising. So no, no, no uh, DCEU movies in there. Okay, all right, just wondering. Uh, Deep Rising with Famke Jansen. Oh, still my heart. All right, God. All right, so there was a we got our first look at the upcoming Terminator movie. Uh, cast picture showed Linda Hamilton back as Sarah Connor. We also got our first look at Natalia Reyes and Mackenzie Davis, uh, three badass women ready to take on some robots. I don't know. I really don't know like what they're going to be doing with this film, but I did like the look of Sarah Connor uh, in that image. I thought she looked pretty badass. Aubrey, what did you think of the Terminator 6 cast photo? I don't care. I don't care at all. I think that they need to stop. What? But it's Linda yeah. Hamilton. She's back. I don't care. All right, Joey. We all know how I feel about about movies that go on too long. Mm. All right, so, Joey, what about you, man? What did you think of this picture? Jeez, look at the butt on that. <laughs> yeah. He must work out. <laughs> what what happened to Mackenzie Davis? <laughs> she looks like a dude. <laughs> She's like ripped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, good for her, but like, wow. Like, she doesn't look very feminine in any way, shape, or form. I guess I'll get a lot of hate mail for that, but like, whatever. Um, maybe she was like working out in anger from how shitty Blade Runner 2049 was. She's like letting that fuel her anger, lifting iron, clanging and banging, stakes and weights. Um, yeah, Lyndall Hamilton looks cool. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I mean, with Terminator, it's almost like the same thing with Alien or Predator. Like, there's been so many bad movies in the franchise at this point that it doesn't even really matter. Like, is anything they do going to be worse than, like, Terminator gynecological exam? Like, no. Right. Nothing can be worse than that. Nothing can be worse than... Terminator Salvation. Like, can anything be worse than... Was it Sam Rockwell? No, it was... Uh, what's his name? Fuck, what's the guy that was in uh, Avatar? Uh, Sam Worthington? Sam Worthington. There you go. Sam Worthington is Terminator Salvation. Like, can anything be worse than that? No, probably not. So, it's fine. If I go to see it and it's awesome, then sweet, Terminator's back. If you go to see it and it's terrible, well, I mean, does it really matter at this point? <laughs> The thing that they have going for it is that this looks like it's going to be a direct sequel to Terminator 2, which is just a phenomenal movie. So I think having that aiming in that direction, heading in that sandbox, I think this is going to be cool. And, um, you know, we get older actors like Denzel and uh, Liam Neeson kicking ass, you know, being action stars at their older age. So it'd be cool to see like an older woman kick some ass, like really kick some ass. And do it in a style that's reminiscent to Terminator 2. So I'm really looking forward to it. I think seeing Linda Hamilton back with the guns and, you know, ready to kick some ass, I'm, I'm ready for it. Yeah, and Cameron's uh, more involved now that he has the rights of the franchise back. And Tim Miller's a good director. So, you know, it seems to be in the right hands. And I'll just, I'll be interested to see what they produce. But 
like I said, if it sucks, it's not not like the end of the world. It's not right. like if we rolled into watch Captain Marvel next year and it's like on the same level as like Batman versus Superman. Like that would be devastating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's especially with how Infinity War prepped for her. Yeah, right. But, you know, if this movie comes out, well, all right, well, that's fine. It's Terminator and every movie except the first two is terrible. So, well, they are setting it up to be a three picture deal or three picture uh, story arc. Uh, But they also said the same thing about Terminator Genesis. And uh, we saw how that turned out. So they also uh, sent out (laughs) press photos of the entire dark universe. (laughs) Yep. All right, so all right, so in other news, Aubrey, this is something that you actually might be excited for. We are getting another Star Trek show, this one with Sir Patrick Stewart, back in a row as Jean-Luc Picard. I believe this is going to be on the CBS All Access streaming show uh, as a companion to Star Trek Discovery. Aubrey, how do you feel about Jean-Luc coming back to the Star Trek universe? That's super exciting because Picard is probably one of the most complex characters because you don't know really anything about his past and he doesn't really let you into his feelings at all. Like he has a weird relationship with Dr. Crusher, which is like borderline, you know, relationshipy. And then they kind of don't like it's really weird the way that they they operate. But and then there's like that one episode where they're in a a weird like uh vortex type thing where like he has this fake life where where he has a wife and kids and everything and like so that's really like one of the first and only episodes where you kind of get a grasp of his actual emotions and where he shows emotions And you don't know much about him. So I'm super excited to see what they bring to the table with this. I'm really excited to see where they go, like what he's been doing and everything. Because I think as a character, he's super intriguing because he's so mysterious. Is there a particular type of uh, style to the show that you want to see? Like, do you want to see him behind a captain's chair? Do you want to see him maybe as a professor teaching young cadets the the rules of star starfleet or whatever what type of show do you think it would be good for him honestly i don't even know i feel like he'd be good at being retired but i don't know how you're going to create a show on him being retired yeah um so i mean that that kind of sucks but i'm excited to see whatever they bring to the table with him because i think that he, you know, he's just hands down like my favorite character. So I'm excited. I can't wait. Would you be interested in getting the CBS All Access streaming service now if they if this show does happen? Probably not. No. <laughs> so, so how are you going to watch the would, show? It would require me spending money, and you know, that's the only thing I'd watch. I'm sure I could find it elsewhere. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, Joey. What about you, man? How do you feel about Jean Luc coming back to the Star Trek universe? <clears throat> Let me try my best, uh, Aubrey here. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Very nice. It was like she was right here with us. Yeah. I'm yeah, just not a big Star Trek fan in any way, shape, or form, and I'm not going to pay money for a streaming service to watch Star Trek. So, yeah. You're you not, guys be excited. It's cute. You weren't even fan. You weren't even a fan of the uh, Next Generation. No. Ugh. <laughs> 
All right, fine. There's a lot, 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 lot of talking in that. Mm-hmm. Not enough hot chicks and a lot of talking. Oh, Jesus. It was no Lex, L-E-X-X. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that show, Mark? <laughs> yep. <laughs> awful. God. All right. So, yeah, I don't I, I, I want to see what they are presenting as far as a new Jean-Luc Picard TV show. I want to see what they're aiming at. Uh, the new Star Trek show, the Star Trek Discovery, you know, after I didn't watch anything after the first episode, but the trailer for season two looks pretty amazing. So, you know, if they could continue with that show being good and offer something new with Jean-Luc Picard, I might consider getting a CBS All Access streaming. Maybe. We'll see how it goes. All right. So speaking of old characters that are coming back, uh, they are possibly doing a reboot slash remake of the hit sci-fi TV show ALF, A-L-F, about a alien that came from another planet that lived with a family and they treated it like a regular NBC sitcom. Uh, Something that I vaguely remember as a kid, but I know it was super popular. Joey. Were you a fan of ALF, and is this something that you would be interested in watching uh, as far as a reboot slash remake? Oh, look, I got some cool pugs. ALF pugs. Remember ALF? He's back in pod form. (laughs) I've been waiting to use that for a long time. Um, (laughs) Jesus, I remember watching this all the time when I was younger. Yeah. I don't even know. When the hell did this come out? When was that a TV show? I thought it was in the 80s. Yeah. It, it had to have been like the mid to late 80s. 86 to 1990. Oh, wow. It made it to the 90s. Holy shit. 1990. Jesus. So I would have been nine when it started. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I watched it the whole time all the way through. Wow. Um, I remember really liking it when I was nine. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's it. It's a concept that'll work today. I mean, I'm sure it'll be it'll work. I'm sure you can make a show, but I, a lot of this stuff is just like from another time. Like there weren't a lot of things on TV at the time in like 1986. Like there was cable, but it wasn't like cable like today, where you know every channel has like 15 different prestige television shows on it, and there was no Netflix and there there was no internet actually. Right. <laughs> um, so. You know, what was on NBC, ABC and CBS and then eventually Fox. Those were the main shows that everybody watched. That's what you watched. So, you know, I don't know is if this could possibly be as popular as it was back in the day. But I mean, there was Alf and then you had like video games and TV show and, and cartoon. There were two Alf cartoons, two of them <laughs> and a comic book. Um, so it was big. It was big. Um, I just I remember liking it back in the day. I have not watched an episode probably since it went off the air. So I couldn't tell you if it holds up in any way, shape or form. I do remember him signaling his planet by playing the beach boys over a radio at some point. Wow. I don't remember that at all, but yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. Wasn't the father that was on the show, like arrested for something (laughs) like in real life. Yeah. (laughs) Harboring an alien. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) I, I I don't know. I honestly don't know. Like, if this is a a re a remake of the TV show, I don't know who the audience who who this is, who this whole TV show would be for. I don't know what audience is ready for another Alf. Um, Aubrey, this is way before your time. Are you familiar with the Alf character at all? 
I know of the elf character, but I never watched it. Um, I know that, like, it was kind of taboo in my house. There was, like, some reason, like, he made fun of fat kids or something. And so it was always, like, we're not watching that show. Wow. Um, yeah, and I've, I've never actually, like, watched it. So I don't know. Yeah, do you think he'll, Joy, do you think he'll still be eating cats if they bring him back? You think that's still going to oh, be, I'm, like, a hot topic? I'm, I'm sure he will, but he'll, like... <laughs> hang out with the Burger King Kids Club of Diversity and uh, maybe he could be trans or something. That's that's, that's the hot button topic for these days or whatever will be the hot uh, social issue for the day. We'll Mm -hmm. we'll inject ALF into that. That will certainly not be offensive to anyone. Hopefully he doesn't tweet anything racist (laughs) so the show gets canceled. (laughs) But uh, you know what's, what's funny is like did you know there's a One Day at a Time remake? Yeah, it's been out for, for like four it's, years, I think. There's like years. four seasons on Netflix. I didn't even know this existed. <laughs> Not that I would watch it or anything, but again, that's another like weird sitcom that I used to watch all the time back in the day because there was only four channels. Right. But I had no idea there was a reboot of it and that it was that popular. Same thing with uh, Fuller House. Yeah. Like I knew that existed and I've never watched it, but that's like a smash hit on Netflix. That's like a huge, massive hit for Netflix, like Stranger Things level hit for them. Which is weird because I've watched um, two seasons of that show and it's (laughs) it's not that good. Hello, my name is Aubrey. I've never watched Buffy, but I watched two seasons of Fuller House. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Look at me. (laughs) So, granted, it took me a while to watch two seasons, but I did. Hopefully, uh, they'll figure out a way to get Alpha to Area 51, which is where he was taken to at the end of the series. So. Mm-hmm. All, all I can think of is uh, if they bring it back and it's dark and gritty. <laughs> that scene in uh, Stranger Things where the uh, you know Dustin's little creature got a hold of the cat and like ate it. <laughs> maybe that's, maybe that's what they're going for. That worked good for uh, Stranger Things. Maybe let's do that for Alf. Maybe they'll be like Alf. Where's Batman? <laughs> Fuck Batman. <laughs> all right all right so yeah is there any other um the the big question is now what is going to be the next 80 slash 90s tv show that they bring back alf it looks like it's on its way i maybe we should start a petition for small wonder or I was uh, just gonna say that small <laughs> wonder <laughs> or uh charles in charge maybe bring that back i don't know what about uh not quite human which was a series of Disney television movies about a robot that lives with a family. Oh, I kind of remember that. Yes, you do. You do. I think Alan Thicke was the father in it, but I'm not. <laughs> I might be misremembering. No, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. So, Aubrey, I know you're sick of like reboots and remakes. Is there any 90s TV show from your childhood that you would want to see come back? No, not at all. <laughs> I like it all where it is. Gotcha. All right. So what about Lizzie McGuire. Can we bring that back? I don't want to bring it back because I love the original Lizzie McGuire. She's still got it, I gotta tell you. Unless they do like a couple of seasons where it's like Lizzie from the future where it's still Hillary Duff, but I don't want to see a remake of it. Google Hillary Duff. She's she's still got it. I follow her on Instagram. <laughs> well she's there you go. Again. And it's not mine. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so yeah, that's pretty much it for the news. Yeah, that's that's all I got, unless you guys have anything else you want to talk about. I'm good. Nope. All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey, you're stopping games at an alarming rate. Mm-hmm. What 
do you have to recommend for the listeners out there? I recommend to be nice to your retail associate, <laughs> um, unless they're a d bag to you first. But honestly, it, that's usually not the case. So be nice to your retail associate. They don't make the prices. They don't make the rules. They're just there to enforce them. But do they control the spice? That that they do. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. How about you, Marcellus? Uh, you know, I don't really have any big recommendations. I do know that one of the things that I didn't get a chance to check out while uh, before I went down to New Jersey for the Kevin Smith Film Festival was his new TV show called Hollyweed. It's part of a, not a Kickstarter, but it's one of those shows where if you watch it and you like it, you can donate a little bit of money to them so that they can continue to make more episodes. Uh, the first episode is free on YouTube and being a big Kevin Smith fan, not a huge, huge, crazy fan, but being a big fan of his, I definitely want to support his new show. So I would say check out Hollyweed. Uh, and if you like it, throw the guy a couple of bucks. He He's definitely earned it. He's a good dude. All right. Well, I will uh, tell you guys to go check out SoWizardPodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks from Markellis and Adam, so much more, sowizardpodcast.com. Don't forget to check us out on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or just about any streaming podcatching app under the sun. And uh, always leave us a five-star review on those things. It helps us out as well. But, uh, yeah, so recommendations. First off, the uh, Aquabats, one of my favorite bands of all time, who made the Aquabats Super Show, one of the greatest television shows of all time, are uh, running a Kickstarter now to try to get the TV show going again. Uh, they are asking for a million dollars. Jesus, like a lot. But, uh, you know, it's only been a few days and they're already up over 200,000. So check it out at wearetheaquabats.com. And uh, throw some money at them. Uh, it was probably one of the best TV shows around. So uh, that's my recommendation for there. But don't forget this upcoming weekend, August 10th through the 12th, at the Boston Convention Exhibition Center, beautiful Boston, Massachusetts, City of Champions, Fan Expo Boston is coming at you with amazing guests like Jason Momoa, Jeff Goldblum, and, of course, the most important guests – Myself and Mark Ellis will be there as press, uh, checking it out. And then we'll be reporting back to you all about it next week on the podcast. So check them out at fanexpoboston.com. And if you're in the area, come check it out. And if you see us, come over and say hi. Probably won't be very exciting, but we'll be there for you to talk to. The show will be exciting, but talking to us might not be exciting. So that is my recommendation. And I think that's going to do it for episode number 209 of the So Wizard Podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts have been the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. So long, citizens of the internet. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Markellis Reagans. Everybody have a great week. Check out some movies, check out some TV shows, and uh, follow us on our social medias because we'll be providing some content from the conventions we've been going to. And uh, Wakanda forever. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, we will see you next week. This has been episode number 209 of So Wizard Podcast. Good journey. Good journey.